Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, anybody? It's another Saturday night. Saturday night's all right, all right. Yeah, here we I go just, again. Yeah, just can't let it go. I know, I know. <laughs> I I understand. You know. Had a little blues. A little blues brothers in you? Yeah, a little Peter Gunn. You want me to play it? <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's just go off the rip. Let me check this out real quick, man. Bring you back. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. Remember, we used to sit here in the studio and uh, prep, and then uh, we used to listen to, what was it, the Sirius? Yeah, yeah. Sirius for Radio, first wave. they would play it or yeah. something. One of the one of the many hits that the Art of Noise had. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Art of Noise, they, they were fun. They, they, had some, they had some good stuff in there. Wasn't there that was... uh, Yoko? I don't think so. I think Yoko had something to do with the Art of Noise. I don't think so. I'd have to look that up, but I don't. Yeah, I, I do. I'm thinking so, but anyway, yeah. No, I think uh, Yoko Ono had something to do with the art of noise. Well, that's news to me. No, I mean uh, honestly, honestly, I think they, or she really did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, just saying. Believe it when I see the facts, but right. uh, that's that's a that's a new one on me. I, just I the facts. I, I don't know anything about that, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. Send send me a fax <laughs> about the facts. It's very possible. It could uh, could be right? true, but yeah. Send me a send me a fax about the facts. There you go. There you go. Right. If only there was a way to look that up. Google. So first day of spring. First day of spring, man. That, that, that was on my that was on my little thing it's, to get down to. Yeah. You know, it was third on the list. But here yeah. here, here <laughs> it comes. Here it comes, and the weather looks appropriate for it. Starting actually the end of this weekend, we're going to see the fifties the rest of the weekend into the sixties. So yep. For yeah. the, I think for the next five days, I think uh, 50s, 60s, great. Man, that is great, you know, Michigan weather uh, statistics. <laughs> Absolutely ready for the warmer weather. It's not snowmobile weather. It is not snowmobile no. weather. So if you got one, uh, sorry about your luck, Chuck. Yep, put it away. <laughs> put it away. Put it away. Time to you get got to then. use it once this year, unless you went up uh, to the UP. Get out the motorcycle. Right. That's what I said. I was like, you know, guys pulling up at the bar today. And like, I'm like, yep. I've heard quite a few bikes out there. There was, yeah. dude. Yeah, the last screaming, couple of days. They're screaming up and down 24th Street. Yep. So. yep. Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> yes. Redubbed. Get that, get that right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget that guy. Well, I know you've been I know you've been waiting for two hours for this dude, one, so I don't want to make dude, you wait any dude. longer. So, I, oh, look at you! 
I have uh, everybody. I have no idea what this one's for or what it's to. So I, I think it's just uh, I, I guess we'll just call it the fine fact that you brought a nice bottle of uh, George Dickel. I did, and uh, so that we'll have to uh, we'll have to do the shot of the week to a great episode last week. We did. All so, right, th- there you go. See, you nothing know. else. One for one for uh, no pathetic and a great show. Uh, episode eighty. If you haven't heard it yet, yep. St. Patrick's Day special that we did uh, last weekend. Uh, second up. second annual St. Patty's Day second uh, annual thingy dewey. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I you know not I shouldn't say it's my favorite part, but uh, you've got to get over there and listen to the cover that uh, Nopacetic did at the end of the show. Uh, I what know. a great Bro. cover! Once again, took somebody else's song and made it her own, and did a very simple. Fine... <laughs> yep, yep. Kind of man. Yeah, you guys got to check that out, man. That I think she did it better than you did. I know, but she always <laughs> she always does, and uh, we always try. But listen. The, the beautiful thing about this is that there's going to be a third. A third annual. Uh, yeah. Yes, that, we that, already agreed on it. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about the, the second annual thing is that there's going to be a third. And I think there's enough material, just uh, something to stay tuned for. I don't know how soon I'll get to it, but there's going to be some extra things that uh, that actually get uh, put out there. So we'll, we'll keep you posted as that stuff evolves and, and uh, when we get that out there. But, uh, yeah, there'll be some nice extras that are that are coming down the, down the pipeline here because uh, there was some good material from last week's show that didn't necessarily all get included. So more, no, more we, to come. Yeah, for shizzle. So stay tuned for that. Well, I just want to let everybody know that I got a head start on Scooter tonight on the drinking aspect on Two Guys in a Bottle of. And, uh, yeah, so. How come? Uh, just because. No. It was one of those days. We had a meeting after work, and I really didn't want to be a part of it. And since, you know, I do a little bit of, you know, cooking-ish, um, they appreciate my cooking. So everybody seems not nominate me for you know the shot of the year <laughs> the shot of the year surprise 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 the shot of the year is just basically the shot of the day yeah you know and then they get an after drink shot and then this and then, an after drink shot that's a new yeah uh, and then i get a new go, concept no it is with. and then you know and then they get to show up to the show and i can drink here you know two guys in my love passing out the cards and all the other stuff and Life is grand, man. I tell you what, you know, everybody I know at one point of the day has a shot in them. <laughs> it just, it really doesn't matter when it starts. You know, <laughs> it could be 12 or 12 at night. You know, it just doesn't matter. Let's do a shot. Everything. It's always a good time to do a shot. Well, everybody's getting their shots right now. You know, I, oh. I, I've, seen them, I've seen them all over the place. Oh, There's, you flipped uh, it. You flipped the script. According according to our latest data, I see that the uh, that the uh, governor has us at twenty five percent. That what, what do you got going on over there? So yeah, I, uh, I I'm not sure uh, where we were at. Um, I think uh, I think we were talking about uh, shots, and I was just talking about the. Uh, the, the mile markers that we are supposedly hitting, if you believe the data that we're seeing, um, Michigan's now at 25% coverage. We, uh, we've, we've, we've done 25% of, our, of our, our population in Michigan. Your president announced the other night that, he, uh, that he's actually hit the 
100 million shot mile marker that he said he'd get done in his first 100 days. So, um, you know, so everybody's everybody's getting their vaccine. So, like way to say, go, Joe. Everybody's getting their shots. And I, I, I just had uh, I just had uh, two shots the other day just to make sure that I was covered. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think mine was um, I think I might have had some with the colonel. But, uh, you know, but whatever, as long as you're getting a shot. I, you know, I've, I've, I've vaccinated myself the whole winter. I, I, I'm telling you, I think the, uh, I think the whiskey's the answer. If I, if I've said that once, I've said it a dozen times. I, I, I've been, I've been pretty fortunate and pretty healthy. So I concur might, with you, my brother, because I honestly, you know, it, it does keep away the little bugs and little critters. And I'm all just the other following things, the you science. Know, just, you know, just, you know, we've created our own science over here. That, that seems blinded we with science it seems to be the catchphrase right now but uh yeah i follow the science so we're following the science all right yeah. so do you remember back in a couple episodes way back or whatever remember about the whole whiskey thing about uh, cleansing and the whole thing you know yes remember that yep yeah whiskey will just take care of you if you take care of the whiskey the whiskey will take care of well, you. that's right yeah it's, as long and they say you know it's actually good for you, but everything in moderation. So I don't think you're supposed to drink 13 of them. I know, but, but it's, uh, it's you know, ask Fauci. You know, Fauci, Fauci science. Well, yeah, I mean, as long as you when you're drinking your whiskey, you got your three masks on, you're all set. <laughs> I tried did that. You, did it's, you see it's, him it's get like triple? Oh, drilled by fucking uh, Ron Paul. Yeah, Rand Paul was uh, Ron Rand Rand Rand, 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 Rand Paul, Paul Senator drilled Rand Paul. him. On the, on the floor, man, yeah, and just drilled Fauci. Yeah, they were it was, uh, uh, having a pretty good battle, and I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure who won that one, but I think uh, from what I saw of it, because I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did see some of the highlights, and the highlights that I saw kind of looked like uh, uh, Rand Paul kind of took it right to him. So um, he kind of had uh, Doctor Fauci stuttering a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> I, well, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, honestly, right now, I the the Republican. There's some Republicans. I'm not gonna say all Republicans, but some Republicans and some Democrats actually back you know Fauci. You know, for for what he what he's done or or what he said or who he was or way back before when you know the or pre-pandemic. You know, you know what I'm saying. They 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 like the guy for some reason, well, sure. and I, I'm just sitting here and I'm baffled, you know. And then you throw in, you know, all the um, objectives, uh, you know, for other people that just sit there and go, you know, this guy is something else, you know. Says one thing, does the other. Does anybody know who uh, is Fauci or Fauci a Republican or a Democrat? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt that he's very liberal, and that's my problem with Dr. Fauci is the fact that he let the, you know, we've been told to follow the science and follow the science. And I believe that the reason, and I understand, and what I know about Dr. Fauci, is he is a brilliant scientist, and he has a And that's what heck, they say, and that's why they resume. say the Republican, some of the Republicans back him because he is that smart. It doesn't seem to me as the general public that he is that smart so well it's 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 what he's done is he's become so political and that's what i've seen over the last eight months out of him is he's let his political views get in the way of of the science and, and the that's scientific the views and the and the extreme liberalism that has been going on um you know over these over these last six eight ten months 
has become so far so far extreme that um, you know that 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 far left leaning liberalism, and I understand that there's far right leaning um, yeah, conservatism. There, there really you know, is, but it's become so many extremes, and but but the the changes that they're making nonstop, um, you know, from the liberal viewpoint, is just becoming so extreme that. Um, it, well, I got a question sure. for you. Um, do you know anybody that is a registered conservative? You mean a Republican? No, a, a registered conservative. Well, conservative is typically a Republican viewpoint. So, I mean, if you're asking if they're, I mean, that's not, you But can't, do you know anybody that is a registered conservative? I don't know that that's an option. That that's an option that I'm not aware of it. I, 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 know, I know registered Republicans, but I don't know necessarily a registered conservative. Cause Hannity I don't, is a registered conservative. Okay, I'm not familiar with that I'm option. I'm just saying, I, I didn't, I really didn't know that option existed, but there, there is that option. Uh, you can register for that option. Okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Did not, you? I did not know that either. That's well, I was just bringing it up. I mean, not, you know, typically open, you know, for debate or whatever, but it's just like, you know, I didn't know these people existed, you know. No, I didn't either. Well, I can, in where I was going with that, what I wanted to uh, share with you is um, I want to share something with you from somebody that is a registered libertarian. Oh, because see, there you go, the, registered libertarian. The the liber the the extreme liberal viewpoints have gotten so extreme with what we're seeing on the border and with what we're hearing out of people like Dr. Fauci that it's just gone to an extreme. And I loved. Last week, uh, Greg Gutfeld uh, did a monologue that I just I, I couldn't pass up, and I had to share it with everybody. And I think this is only about a two-minute monologue that he shared, but it's stuff, the things that he says, and you reflect back over the past year um, and and look at what's going on right now, especially what's going on on our border. This will really make you stop and think a little bit of of how extreme things have become. But but let me share this with you. This is a uh, I think this was uh, last week. I want to say last Thursday, and I held on to this just because I thought maybe uh, maybe I would share this on the show. And I think it's a, I think it's a good spot. So let me uh, let me play this for you. This is uh, Greg uh, Greg Gutfeld's monologue on the five last week, and then uh, we can uh, we can discuss a little further after he gets done. Without further ado. Oh! Thousands of years, but now it's way 
same structure, including historical goods, the preferable to homelessness, is an attack on the rights of those who wish to cling to them. A billion years of sexual reproduction can be brushed off, deciding the proportionate greed of an ass. That gender is fluid. You see, this White House is toppled by a greater faulty thinking. To accept their path forward, you must pretend you were never on the right path before. It's an ignorance for the sake of change. And when you point to the age-old messages that presented much unnecessary strife, who are you then? A Neanderthal, proudly. <laughs> Neanderthal. <laughs> and I, I guess maybe I'm becoming more of a Neanderthal every day. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. And the reverb of the situation is inevitable, and the repercussions will just keep reverberating through the times if somebody doesn't do something. Well, I understand. It, I, is, yeah, I, it, is, it is the borderline of patheticlessness. Everybody has to understand there is a battle between good and evil. There is a battle between righteousness and wrongness. And everybody knows that every, you know, there's a sense, there's a feeling and it's deep inside us. It's in your core. It's in your gut that, you know, everybody knows what's right and what's wrong. I think those are called moral values. It, it really is. You know, at this point, and I'm I'm just sitting back and I'm going, what happened to the moral values? Does anybody, you know, and here's, this is where well, I was going. Well, if the robot bartender well, said it once, she said it a hundred times, you know what? Put church back in schools. That That's fine. And I don't, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that. I, I personally don't have a problem with that. That might be a great place to start. I don't, you know, you, you take your own version I of that opinion. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. How long before that's going to be gone? to the republic in which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. How many schools even do that anymore? I know it. Sure. I just said it. <laughs> Off the cuff, man. I'm, I'm just do telling you, you. Do you remember the day back when you used to do that every morning before you started class? I remember that from third grade going to Garden City Schools, sure. man. And they preached it, and they put the flag up on the school, and you knew where you had to go. Even if you walked or took a bus or whatever, the flag was on top of the school. We'd fly kites and go over there <laughs> and do whatever. I yep. mean, you know. It it was a safe place. It wasn't a, I I don't know these sacrificial places where we practice all different religions and go to these mosques and do what we got to do. I, I'm I'm just you know, it's it's a different world from at least twenty thirty years ago that oh, I know. Boy, it sure I is. know it sure is. And you want to talk about the times that are changing. I, it's it, the, the listen the biden administration and i'll just say it the dems have nothing to run on except for what trump did or didn't do well they are they are working on a couple things um if if you see uh y your president's doing a very good job right now of uh working on his foreign policy 
it's uh, it done a very good job of working on his foreign policy because so far in the past two weeks we have not only dropped bombs over there on uh, the on I, the Iraqis, um, we've also started a uh, battle this week with uh, China, and uh, we've also started a battle with uh, Putin, and then we uh, had some words with North Korea. So I mean we're right on track to uh, just uh, keep beefing up the foreign policy, but. Uh, that a girl. Uh, yeah. But on that note, I think it's a great time to transition away from all that crap and uh, move on to I knew it was a it was a it was a thing, man. Well, you know, I mean yeah. No, I was getting a wave motion, man. I thought I was in a <laughs> I thought I was in the matrix for a minute. Sometimes you just gotta move on. But uh, on that note. I think it's a good time to uh, remind everybody of our of our sponsor that we haven't discussed in quite some time at uh, Sean Watkins at uh, Hightower Meats. So make sure you get a hold of Sean. We haven't uh, talked much with him lately uh, about his latest creations, but uh, if you're looking for any of your special meat needs, make sure you get a hold of Sean at eight one zero four three four six one eight eight. And Sean's bringing bringing us the joke of the week, a very special joke of the week. Uh, oh, for, for the women, <laughs> for the women. So, says the says the bearded man so that I, hides behind the Wilson identity. Right, right. So what, I, what I, you I, got? I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if uh, you know we we know that Sean just got himself a new wife, and I'm not sure if this is where she found him. But uh, there was this uh, new complex called the the Husband Shopping Center, and this is where women could go and choose among many men for for their husband. It was laid out in five floors. With the men increasing in positive attributes as you ascended up the floors, there were only two rules in the in the uh, husband shopping center. Rule number one: once you open the door to any floor, you must choose a man from that floor. And number two: if you went up a floor, you couldn't go back down except to leave the place. Oh, two rules! What a what a predicament! I know it. I know, right? So. A couple of girls go to the place to find men. So on the first floor, the door had a sign saying, these men have jobs and love kids. <laughs> the that's, women, a, that's an oxymoron. Well, no, know, I'm just, a, no, I'm it's just a good kidding. start, right? I'm kidding. So it's, the, a, it's a good start. So the women read the sign and say, <laughs> well, you know, that's better than not having jobs or not loving kids, but I wonder what's further up. So up they go. Up they go. Second floor says... These men have high-paying jobs, love kids, and are extremely good-looking. Hmm, say the girls. But I wonder what's further up. Third floor. These men have high-paying jobs, are extremely good-looking, love kids, and help with the housework. Wow, say the women. Very tempting. But there's more further up. And up they go. Now they're on the fourth floor. I feel like I'm listening to a Dr. Seuss. On the fourth floor, these men have high-paying jobs, love kids, are extremely good-looking, help with houseworker, and have a strong romantic streak. Oh, mercy me. But just think, what but must be awaiting further on? So up to the fifth, fifth and final floor they go, and the sign on the door said, this floor is just to prove that women are impossible to please. 
I heard something like that on the news today. Did you know? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. So it's really a it's a real story. No, it's a real story. We'll never we'll never understand. Well, the, I mean, the, from a from a man's point of view, unless you're a man that wants to be a woman. <laughs> well, we that's get, probably true. We get yeah, into of, that. Uh, of both sexes, you know. I mean, that's uh, women will probably never truly understand men, and men will probably never truly understand women. But uh, I guess, Lola, I guess part of a good relationship is uh, figuring out how to uh, how to cross those barriers and and communicate those thoughts and and figure out how to do those things. Welcome to the balance of nature. That's right. That's hey. right. I love this show. I, I got to tell you why. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. No, I <laughs> I had a head start before you did. Well, the question is, yeah. are the listeners enjoying it? That really becomes the, the real question. It does become the question. And, and, and the epitome of the end it does require... Um, a beginning? The, no, the Alpha Omega <laughs> and the, uh, you know, the Alpha Omega... Alpha Mega. I thought that was a uh, uh, taco stand that I saw last week over there in uh, it was. South there's, Park. There's one on uh, Fort Myers Beach, and there's one in Port Huron. Speaking of South Park. Oh, there you go. See, you little sparky spark. Have you seen yeah. Have you seen the What'd latest latest uh, vaccine episode? Uh, on which? Uh, on Ren, South Park. Ren Stimpy? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> still South Park. Still, still on the same topic. Okay, suffer. <laughs> Have you seen the latest vaccine episode that they just they, released? You, you remember uh, way back a couple episodes, and when I said Mike Judge and Brennan Stimpy and um, South Park and all those guys and Beavis Butthead were going to make a comeback. Here it is. Is this what you're talking about? Nope. Still talking about South Park. <laughs> still the same show. Come on, man. So South Park uh, did release their latest episode. It is called The Vaccine Special. And it is not as good as the pandemic episode, but it is pretty good. All right. So, yeah, if you haven't seen the, we just watched that the other night. uh, Give me something, man. I'm feeling, man. I'm like like a junkie. Can't can't share it with you. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll uh, I'll see if I can... (laughs) I'll try to pull a couple clips out of it for you for next week's show, but I did not save any of it for you. So I'll I'll uh, I'll give you a little something and remind me, and I will uh, pull a couple clips out of there for you for the uh, out of the vaccine episode because there was uh, there were some good lines out of it. So yeah, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. And actually, I have a whole bunch of things to get to um, for next week next week's episode for you. So I'll try to uh, have you stacked right up with uh, prep and media for for next week because I've got. Uh, yeah, I got a few fun things to share with you. Uh, so don't let me forget the South Park one, and I'll make sure I get you a couple clips. Well, let's not forget the show shot. We had the show shot, but let's not forget the top 11. I got it. I, I hoped you did. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's just do the, the, the second shot of show of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going off the cup. Man, I love the show. Man, I, you know what? This is the funnest part of the show is just winging it and dinging it and, you know, get a little fender bender and, you know, scrape a little something, man. Get people agitated, irritated, irrigated, you know. That was three big words in a row. There was, yeah, there was quite a few in there. You don't like big words. Are you serious? You just put me on the spot with the, the top 11. Well, somebody's got to do it, dude. You are the top eleven engineer, so I am. I, I, I am the preacher man. Uh, T G A B O 
top 11 engineer. And if you don't know what that means, it is two guys in a bottle of uh, Preacher Man top 11 engineer. There you go. I'm in charge, <laughs> basically, of the top 11, right? Yes. Yes, you are. Because nobody else out there has a top 10. or They have a top 10, but we have a top 11. And actually, on the on this top 11, I actually have a bonus track. Perfect. Which gives us 12 that we can talk about. Well, I'll tell you what. Just to give you a little time to uh, to get prepared for it, just to make sure, since it seemed like I caught you off guard. What what I'm gonna do is I'm going to I'm gonna throw my deep dive at you right now. All right, and because because of what I heard this week, and I know as soon as I tell you, you're gonna yeah, I'll probably go off on a rant. But as soon as oh. I share this with you, um, this why kind do of, you accuse me of stuff before it even happens? Because I, I already see the writing on the wall. I know what's co- what's coming. <laughs> so this covers two things. Two of your favorite things that's gonna excite you very much. Um, I know we've done a lot of Devo lately. Um, you know, obviously they're being nominated into the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it's a great time as big a Devo fan as we really are. It really is. But along with that, lines, and I'm not even sure if you're familiar with this. Um, I know you know who Tom Morello is, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that Tom Morello is doing quite a few radio shows lately, and he's actually uh, doing specials on, on on different stations and 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 doing uh, different versions of his. Uh, you know, of, of his input and his DJing. But uh, this one caught my attention because on this week's radio show with Tom Morello... No, go ahead. He covered, uh, he covered a little bit about Devo. And he, he is such a wordsmith. Not only is he a great guitar player, but he is such a wordsmith. And I, I really enjoyed this. So this is about a five-minute clip um, that uh, you're actually not that long. I mean, the whole, the whole thing with the, the whole Devo song... I'm not going to share. Tell you, I'll just go ahead and lead into it. But um, I just want to share this with you. With what? Well, uh, me and you are both big fans of uh, Devo. Absolutely, and, and Tom Morello, and Tom Morello, sure from uh, Rage Against Machine. Absolutely, right. Did so, you not? I just want to throw one thing out there. Did you not know that Tom Morello, kind of like a stripper, uh, you know, he has quite a resume. He has quite a resume. He has quite a resume. Him and his roommate, as far as I'm concerned, and I know this story, that they uh, need money for, uh, you know, to finance their uh, progression, whatever direction they were going. But Tom took off his clothes and stripped down for the women. Hey, when you're a when you're an artist and a struggling musician, you got to do whatever you can do to uh, to put uh, you know food in the fridge until you actually get going. I don't pro- I don't think he probably does any stripping anymore. I that's, don't think he needs to anymore. That's one of my country top ten <laughs> songs. It's like putting food in the fridge. <laughs> well, it's a it's a country song. Putting food in the fridge. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Well, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you have your normal potty break and prepare for your top eleven. But let me go ahead and run this little clip. Uh, clip from Tom Morello while uh, while you uh, get prepared to do your top eleven. Uh, next up, I'm going to play a song by a band named Devo. Now, Devo was like the first non-heavy metal band that I got into. Uh, it was very formative in helping me to like feel confident in picking up an instrument. There is only one band who's been covered by Nirvana, Soundgarden, and Rage Against the Machine, and that band is Devo. 
I'm a big proponent of them getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they were a totally original band in sound, style, and purpose. They were antithetical to every one of the traditional trappings of rock and roll cliché. They forged a bold musical vision while writing great songs that inspired me to think beyond what was considered safe and normal in music. They wove deadpan, surrealist humor and satirical social commentary together and provided a safe space for nerds like me to be myself while being in a band. Devo outflanked and upended tradition and defied all expectations of musicianship, video making, and live performance. The Devo experience was 10 pounds of rock and roll art in a five pound bag. The name Devo comes from the concept of de-evolution, the band's idea that instead of continuing to evolve, mankind had begun to regress, as evidenced by the dysfunction and herd mentality of American society. History has perhaps proved them correct on this point. Devo's music was intentionally spare, angular, and jarring. It was punk as hell, but synthesizers often led the way. The concert stage was an arena for their self-consciously confrontational art. They were much more than just whip it. Uh, when I saw Devo live with the band dressed as nuclear garbage men, the stage featured treadmills and a Greek temple, hinting at a rat race and a doomed empire. As the set progressed, I could not only tap my foot, but was forced to contemplate the ramification of selling my labor power of the commodification of sex. Devo sometimes performed as their own opening act, pretending to be a Christian soft rock band called Dove, the Band of Love and their cover of the Rolling Stones' I Can't Get No Satisfaction was an apex moment of punk audacity. In my first band in high school, I was the guitarist, and Adam Jones, who later formed Tool, was the bassist. We loved Zeppelin and The Clash, but it was Devo that gave us the courage to be ourselves, be fearless in our ideas, and follow our own path. So yeah, I, I I couldn't I couldn't help to uh, to share that one with you. I mean that, uh, that again, you know, Tom Morello, what a wordsmith, and I I, I thoroughly enjoyed his uh, his description, his take, and talk about a deep dive. I mean, you want to look for a deep dive on Devo? Uh, that that one's it for sure. I mean that's a good tune, good Devo tune, and it kind of goes you know deep back. De evolution, de evolution, and it. You know, it, going under is, it is such a such a deep dive. So, yeah, very cool, very cool. And I and I think uh, you know Tom Morello. You know, as much as we we both enjoy Tom Morello, little rage. Um, yeah, he. You know, he, he he's great. He just does he does a great job of. Uh, uh, if you haven't heard Tom, 
on any of the uh, any of the places he's DJing right now. He's doing a couple shows. I know for sure, and, and again, this goes back to, and I think he's doing some radio too, um, but for sure I can tell you, if you're a serious follower at all, um, he has a show that he does on Lithium. He has a show he's now doing on My First Wave. Remember when I used to come to the studio, Lithium? Yes. Uh, used to rock it yep. out in here? Yep. I was like, what a great station it is it's a it's a great station and if you're into the the 90s uh 90s alternative at all um you know in that part of it um you'll find tom morello on there i think he and i'm not sure what days it is but he does a weekly radio show on there um he's or you now, can play drums to it just by yourself by listening to something on on, on lithium you could. <laughs> you could you could you could, you could uh, <laughs> single track your own drum uh, beat or whatever or you could um, you could dance naked and swing from a pole. You could. I mean, you know, it, it is, is tremendous we could, opportunities. If you want to, I think uh, I think in I've got a pole around America. here. If you want, I can put the pole up when we get done with the show, and you can uh, you can do that with. Uh, it is Saturday night dance party on First Wave. So I know. If you want, I we can. We need uh, to rock out. Can I spend the night? <laughs> I'll be in the house while you're pole dancing, but uh, I will be happy to put on first wave for you. And if you want to get naked and swing from the pole to lithium or first wave, you have at her, brother. I love it, man. <laughs> I love Tom Morello. I love this show. I love everything about everything we do all the time. You're a love bug this, tonight, aren't I you? I am, man. I am fantastic. <laughs> Fire out super duper extra special with sprinkles and super duper extra special. What about Twinkies? Yeah, I like the Twinkies. Okay. You know, right. Well, as long as you got the Twinkies in there. And then that, the Reese's eggs that are on the commercial right now. I know. You can't, can't forget those. The little chickie wants a little <laughs> loving, so you got to have the Reese's eggs included in that, too. It's so, so how fast they transition from the St. Patrick's little glitter things to springy little eggies. Boom. St. Patrick's <laughs> is, the, is the sign. I mean, that's why... It was like that, St. Patrick's Day, yep. first day of spring, boom, done. That's why, I, that's why I love people like your sister and the robot bartender's brother because their birthday means good things are coming. It does. When it hits, when it hits that time of that's year... That's why I'm excited, man. St. Patrick's man. Day comes, it means good things are coming. Spring's I here. I know I'm March drunk. Madness is and here. I warned everybody oh. that I was drinking. But Have you been yeah. into March Madness at all? Have you been watching any games? You Dude, that? this is really cool, man. I walked in the studio tonight. I didn't I didn't know you were heavy into the, the March Madness. I love it. But back in the day when I worked in the bars and stuff like that, Dude, you could not turn off the TVs with the, you know, the March Madness. You know, I Michigan, Michigan, number one seed, right? Yeah, U of M. Ohio. And uh, there was, you know, back in the day, there was uh, Bellanova. There was uh, Ohio. There was Michigan. There was uh, Colorado. I mean, all these different uh uh, bizarre uh, universities that uh, just kind of incorporated themselves, and then we used to have the Gus Macker, you know, not not taking away from you know the March Madness or anything, but it was a it was a three man show and that was really cool. Do you remember that? I do very well. I very that was a big uh, that was a big event in our area. And, but go uh, ahead. I mean, honestly, I mean March yeah, Madness no, it is, just, a, it, is a. You it's, know, I I asked you, did you get your did you get your validation ticket 
you know, thing for the March Madness. No bets thing. this year. Got no money on it, but I still will watch it from beginning to end just because I enjoy it. The passion that goes into this to, into this tournament and the way these guys play, I compare it, you know, and I've said if there's two things that I typically don't miss every year, two sporting events that I always participate in one way or another as far as viewing it or betting on it or however I, you know, however it goes, is number one, March Madness, because I love the college basketball, and number two, the NHL playoffs, you know, because it's kind of almost bracketed the same way, and they, you know, the tournaments roll the same way, and it's just it, anything goes when it comes to NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, and the March Madness tournament. You know, it's just it, well, it, it, here it here it is. It's like the golf masters or the anything else. It's like it's the highlight of you know sports entertainment. Sure it is. I'm not just saying basketball. I'm just saying, you know, hockey or whatever. I mean, this is the epitome of what's going on in in the sports world. Yep. Yep. Right. So yep. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But no, it's very I cool. I always love, you know, me personally, you know, no matter what bar or where, uh, you know, situation that I'm working at is, you know, you know, March Madness is the thing, right? It is. It's the thing, man. I mean, March Madness is better than all the other things that are going on. You know, it just seems to be. Well, it's just the excitement level of it. You know, there's so much it, excitement. It and, is. So many, and the biggest thing I love about March Madness And I'm not is, talking millions. I'm talking billions on the bets. Not just millions. Oh, right? there's, yeah, there's tons of tons of betting. I mean, you, you know. That was, uh, if you remember back, if you go back a few years, our former president, that was even, even, even President Obama, before March Madness started, he would, there would always be a press conference where he would fill out his brackets on <laughs> yeah, live TV. That's what I'm saying. You did know? you I mean, get he yours? Was, I did we not. Talked about I did not that. do no, any brackets this we didn't year. Get so to fill out the brackets. No, you know? no. Of course, you know you have to have a bar to go to to actually find some brackets. Aye. So you know, and, and I'm not into the whole uh, online sports book betting and that type of thing. So yeah, I, I didn't participate in that mm. at all. So I have not. Uh, I have not done any brackets this year, but I will enjoy it through and through. Just because I love the underdogs, I love the upsets, I love the you know the back and forth. Yesterday, you know, I was like I was telling no, you, go ahead. Ohio State, you know, getting kicked out of there by uh, by Oral Roberts, you know, right. All. But you know, bottom line, I watched that whole game and to see and to see the way Oral Roberts played that game, they wanted it, they wanted it more. They they scrambled, they grabbed, they you they, really do they, see they who wants with, it and who doesn't. You sure do, you sure do. It separates the men. I don't care if it's Gus Macker or the. You Doesn't know, matter. Tournaments uh, are awesome. March man. Tur yeah. Tournaments are awesome. And, so. and, and I guess that's where the betting comes in. You know, oh, yeah, it does. Knows. I, I don't think anybody really follows, you know, the sport right until the end where it gets very exciting, right? Where it gets very exciting, where it's like, you know. A couple weeks. There's got to be excitement, you know. There's got to be excitement in, in it for me to watch it and that's because the, otherwise, that's the, that's the betting. That's the that's the whole aspect of the whole thing, man. You know, this is good stuff, man. It, it is people hyped up, man. It you is. Know? Well, and just like you know, like right now, you got uh, Gonzaga and Norfolk going on. And, you know, it, it could end up lopsided and it couldn't end up as an upset. You know, you got number one playing number 16, and it'll be a fun game to watch. But right. just because of the seeds, you know, it'll be fun to watch just to see because if Norfolk can stay in the game, 
you know, that could be a hell of a game to watch, you know, and that's what I like about I love rooting for the underdogs, you know, just because just because, no. it's, you know, it's 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 just so much fun to to see the underdog come back and win. It kind of is, man, you know, but if you're the underdog to begin with and then you have that tougher team to go against or whatever, you know, it makes you root that much harder. But then when you see the upsets, it's like, oh, you know, you know, everybody loves an upset. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter if it's your team or not. But, you know, when you get upset, you are just upset, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it I love the you, format of one and done. That's what I like you, about the bracketed. It you know. makes you want to go eat pizza and wings and the whole <laughs> thing and just delivery service or whatever you do. Yep, but. I love the one and done, and that's you know and that's the difference between say say uh, you know a March Madness or you know the NCAA tournament that goes on because it is a one and done as opposed to you know playoff hockey, and that's a little different scenario because playoff hockey you know they get se- they get seven games. And so it's a little yeah. bit different from the bracket, you know, the bracket aspect, but still. It's just. It, yeah. It, you know, I, I just, I love tournament, it's tournament just play. Nice. I, I, I like it. But, but anyways, no, enough, but that, no, enough, but enough about not, the basketball. I just, uh, I thought I'd no, bring that up. Since March we, Madness is really cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too, man. But, well, uh, you know. We'll have more to talk about because it's going to be going on for the next next three weeks. So this is right. just the beginning the, of it. The, you know, but the the behind, behind the scenes, which the. The, the March Madness that's going on. There's a lot of golf. There's a lot of other things that are going on as, the, you know, the March Madness uh, ends or, you know, begins the hype. And then we segue and then we go into, you know, opening golf. day. Yeah. Baseball oh, opening day oh, is yeah, right around the, the corner, my friend. Day. Yep. And then, you know what I mean? You got you got all these different things, and they they plan this this way. Oh, sure they do. Sure they do. We got to get into spring somehow, so spring is, spring and today, is here. today, in the studio, is the first day of spring. It sure is. Sure is. Here we go. Yeah, that that was on my notes. Well, so it's probably time for you to get to your top eleven anyway. I don't so. have a top eleven. Oh, I thought you I thought you were prepping for a top. No, 11. I have a top eleven, but nobody's gonna like it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I just you know this this I, one this one's gonna be you know I'm gonna revert back to Prince and go back to a little bit of uh, controversy uh, on this one. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Maybe you so, better, maybe you but, better go to your deep dive first then. But but not but not a lot. <laughs> but not a lot. I mean, because some of these some of these things uh transition overseas that are, you know, incorporated into American culture or our language and there are things that are appropriate and there's things that are not appropriate. And in our culture, right? They might be appropriate over there, you know, across seas, or you may say things that, you know, create controversy in their own uh, dialect or their own, you know, but you, you know, over here, you might not think twice about it, but then over there, you, what you say uh, could create controversy do you understand what i'm saying i have no idea what you're saying yeah it really is it's it's confusing at what part of the world that you're in when my my top 11 is swear words uh okay 
yeah, uh, kinder, uh, kinder reverting back into a George Carlin, you know, the seven words you can never say on TV. Do you remember that? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, motherfucking shit, <laughs> and the whole thing. But there, I tell you, I don't get no respect. No there, respect there's at a all. Whole bunch of these things laying out there, and you know, people are offended all the time about a lot of things. Oh, there's a lot of offense going on in these days. Do you, yeah, you you get it. Oh boy, you get it. Oh boy, I get it. You know, these are these are a lot of things that we talk about pre-show, but obviously a lot of things that uh, don't make it on the show. And so here's my top 11. Okay. Is that what you want to do? Is yeah, that, is, absolutely. Is, is that the format? Yep. That's where we're going? Let's just take number one, right? We're starting right now? Sure. All right. Take the word shit. Okay. Do you know what the word shit actually means? Um, no. All right. Back in the day, back in the 1600s, uh, the ships used to come over siege if it wasn't what they wanted to do or where they wanted to put it. it they would put shit on the, the cargo, and it would mean that this... This it did. So Michael bad. Jackson couldn't have said it better. <laughs> but the word originated shit means ship high in transit, which was a British. He said, "Smell? Does it smell it, good it, enough it, for you in there? It, How do you it, like it, the it, smell?" It, no, it really didn't because you know, but. Anything they got destroyed or whatever that was sitting on the bottom of a ship or didn't couldn't make it across seas or what they did, you know, uh, ship high in transit. So what happened was is that there was a lot of cargo that had the um, initials shit sitting on, sitting on them, <laughs> ship high in transit because you know when. They came over across the seas. They didn't want them sitting in the bottom and getting, you know, the spoils. Gotcha. So anybody that had any money is like, we don't want that shit sitting down there. So it became a word. And, it, well, first it became just a S-H-I-T kind of thing. And then it became a word because all these pirates... All these uh, go tours, all these uh, travelers of the world, you know, kept seeing shit on these cargo things, you know, and you know they had to put them higher in transit, you know. So ship, ship higher in transit became shit, which is, by the way, my mother's favorite word. <laughs> okay, very nice. Shit. <laughs> I'm sure mom, you'd be proud of you for sharing that too. No, she knows it. <laughs> yeah, she likes the word shit. Okay, very shit. good. Shit. All right, number two. Number two is uh, piss. <laughs> piss. Okay. It's not really a swear word, is it? Like piss. You sick little monkey. Like, like <laughs> you know, like piss off, you know. 
It's not really. Well, that. it can be used as a uh, as an adjective, or it can be used as a but it's uh, not descriptive that tra- word, or it's not that tragic of a word uh, like American. Uh, you know, are you gonna offend somebody if you you say the word piss? It can be used as a verb ish, <laughs> right? When I'm saying like piss piss off, you know that's more British, right? Right. Or you know piss. You know, piss on piss on the wall, like Jay Giles said. Right. You know, from Detroit. Here's the argument: Is piss really, really a swear word? Uh, not really. No. No. I didn't think so either. So, why did it make the list? I don't know. It's your list. <laughs> I you, know. You are the top eleven engineer. So I am. You the have top nobody of, to blame but yourself. I am the top eleven <laughs> engineer. No, I I can or cannot create uh controversy at any moment with my top 11 uh, yes or yes i cannot you can i can you can all right all right so number three um let's go with number three dick i know him dick can be used formally as an a noun i listen to a dj every day his name's richard dick <laughs> Or Dick. I often refer to him as or, Dick. Or yeah. Dick. Is Dick's on. Yeah. Or, Dick's on. You know, his name Rich that wants to go by the nickname Dick. Or the guy that is named Dick, you know, has to revert to, you know, oh, my name's Richard. Or, you know, do you know how it works both ways? I mean, I mean that that's how it works. Oh, now you're starting both ways again. See, I can't get in that conversation. We just had that one last week, and I don't no, want to No, because it. it's just... You know, it's just that argument where, you know, <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You know, my name's Rich. You know, I'm not, my name's not Dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Is that, is that, is that the number three? Is that the, the final solution? I um, think so. Yeah. Number, uh, number three is don't be a dick. It's number four. Number four is, oh, this is a bad one. Uh-oh. It, it's a bad swear word. Uh-oh. My whole 11 is like swear words or, you know. Yeah, we got stuff. that. Yeah, we did get oh, that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, All I right. picked that after, up. After the first three? I picked that up what you were throwing down. All right, so number four is, I didn't mean to throw that out there aye, way aye, too aye. soon. Yeah, but that's a. I, I did say the C word. Yeah, I, I don't think you're supposed to uh, ever, ever say that to uh, your female listeners. That's three. Well, just say it. No, I will not. I will not. Just say it. I've always been taught that that is the one word that does not come out of my mouth. I've learned that from a very young age, and I've tried to carry it through the best I could. So if you hear that come out of my mouth, that means that there is a really, really nasty individual involved in my is particular Is that taboo I, in, Amer- in American culture that you can't say uh, from a woman's point of view, I believe it is, um, from what I've understood. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm no. just trying to understand or, uh, define the word. I'd rather not. Why? No. Nah. It, it, it's my top 11. I mean, nope. I can move on. Nope. That's fine. Go for it. But, uh, but, yeah. it, but everybody knows that it, it is classified as the C word, right? Correct. There so it I is. don't, I don't need to say it again. No, no, please don't. Number five. Unless you're referring to the fact that you are going to see me next Tuesday. Oh, 
That's what I was trying to drag out of you. Oh. See you next Tuesday. Yes, yeah. That would be the only time that that, uh, that is appropriate. That is a good one. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. So what is the acronym for it would be see you next Tuesday. But technically that would be uh, S-Y-N-T. It, it kind of would. <laughs> I mean, so... <laughs> Number five. All right, number five. <laughs> Asshole. I am too. Just go with it. If I've ever been, uh, if I've ever been called anything more than I've been called anything ever, just in descriptive, uh, uh, vulgar language, I, I that 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 is probably the one that fits me the best. It, it, well, who wants to be a whole ass? Ex- well, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. If I'm going to be something, I'm I'd an be asshole. The asshole well, but... no, you're a whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, number five, asshole. Yes. Do you got? Do you anything else to add to asshole? No, that's uh, that's uh, all I can say. Is it besides just... my my brother is an asshole. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I've always told everybody, and 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 Chris, if you're listening, I hope you hear the uh, I hope you hear the same thing, and remember this line if you don't use it already. Oh God! Is I've always I'm been called, I've always been called one of the biggest, you know, if I, that I'm just one of the biggest assholes there is, and I always say, my dad always told me that no matter what you do in life. Do it to the best of your ability. But don't be an asshole. No, but, you know, so I decided that one of the things that I'm really good at is being an asshole. So I'm doing it to the best of my ability. High five, brother. Come on, bring it in. That's that's pretty cool. Good for you, Chris. If you're a great big asshole, then (laughs) hats off to you. All right. So anyways, if you haven't followed what's going on with the rest of the show, the top eleven is basically swear words. Yeah, you know, yep. you know, how appropriate or inappropriate that you can use them. Number six, right? Number six. Number six. Dick. We did that one already. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. It was shit, piss, uh, fuck, <laughs> asshole, whoa, whoa, whoa. and number number six is dick. You, you, we already did that one. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. All right, let's move on. Number seven, prick. Okay. There's there's dick and then there's prick. Right. Who do you, who who do you call a prick? Really nobody. That's uh, to me. That's almost an expired term. I think so too, ish. Right. Yep. When's the last time that you called somebody a prick? Mm, I don't know. Number eight, bitch. I know some people that bitch a lot. Is that a swear word? It's a female dog. We all know that. They, yeah, that. They, My mom uses that term uh, quite your, excessively. Your, your dog's um, a bitch. And, you know, but yeah. nobody calls their dog a bitch. Uh, my mom does when she's referring to nobody animals. calls their dog a bitch. It is more. It is more reference to my sister. Than anything. <laughs> if you terminology use the word bitch, you're basically referring to my sister. All right. All right. right. Yeah. Bitch. Right? What breed is she? <laughs> Bitchism. <laughs> this one is going to create a lot of controversy and i mean it not until we hear it 
cocksucker. Sure. Anybody? Uh, there's some out there. Yeah, I, yeah, there's a few out there. Uh, they come in all kinds of flavors and shapes and sizes, and um, yeah, there's there's uh, there's there's quite a few of them out there. I that's uh, glad you cover that. Yeah, because this yeah. one is going to be even worse than the last one. Okay, as long as we're having a good time. Fag. Yeah, I don't know that that's uh, that's really a swear word. That's uh, that's uh, the English term for a cigarette. It is so brilliantly. Yeah, the deduction uh, of your it, tremendous. It, it, I don't even know Enormously. if that's just strictly English. I believe the French use that term. I believe, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a, the fag. I think it's a, a Brit with thing the, with a cigarette. It's it's very hey, can I borrow European. A, can I borrow a fag? Yeah, bum a fag. Can I, want I a bum a fag? fag. Uh, I just need a little fag. Now I don't know over here in the U.S. If you walked into a bar and and look at your bartender and said, "Can I bum a fag?" He might look at you uh, a little different and say, "You're in the wrong bar." I don't know. Well, um, here here's the but, thing: is like. You know, it was like some guy walks up to me. He's like, "Bum a little fag off you." I'm like, "I don't have a little fag with me, but you don't keep one in your pocket." Anyways, <laughs> what comes after fag? Number number eleven. Okay. Everybody says this, but you know the origin of the meaning. What what does it mean? I mean because. The epitome of uh, what I know the origin, what it means is number 11. Son of a bitch. Son, son of a bitch, son, man. Son of a female dog? That's your opinion. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's your opinion, right? Right. I mean, but there there might be 15 definitions of son of a bitch. Yep. You know, the way you use or interpret, you know, that. Uh, version of son of a bitch, right? I'm just saying, all these swear words that I just went through, you know, every everybody use a everybody uses them in their own different way. Sure, and a lot you of know. them have multiple meanings. But I want to help you out with something because you got a little. I think you jumped over your list a little bit and uh, bounced back and forth. But I want to tell you, you really didn't truly do a top eleven because there's one that you did not get to. Okay, what was number three? Number three was uh, fuck. There you go, and that's the one you never got to. So, because because we struggled so much to get through this and get the order correct, instead of instead of you speaking you. this one or me speaking this one, for I'm gonna let somebody else Carl. speak this one for me. No, because like we were saying, so many words have so many different meanings, and nobody does. That word better than this gentleman right here. Perhaps one of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. Out of all of the English words that begin with the letter F, fuck is the only word that is referred to as the F word. It's the one magical word. Just by its sound can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. Fuck, as most words in the English language, is derived from German, the word frichen, which means to strike. In English, fuck falls into many grammatical categories. As a transitive verb, for instance, John fucked Shirley. As an intransitive verb, Shirley fucks. 
Its meaning's not always sexual. It can be used as an adjective, such as John's doing all the fucking work. As part of an adverb, Shirley talks too fucking much. As an adverb enhancing an adjective, Shirley is fucking beautiful. As a noun, I don't give a fuck. As part of a word, abso-fucking-lutely, or in-fucking-credible. And, as almost every word in a sentence, fuck the fucking fuckers. As you must realize, there aren't too many words with the versatility of fuck. As in these examples, describing situations such as fraud, I got fucked at the used car lot. Dismay, aw, fuck it. Trouble, I guess I'm really fucked now. Aggression, don't fuck with me, buddy. Difficulty, I don't understand this fucking question. Inquiry, who the fuck was that? Dissatisfaction, I don't like what the fuck is going on here. Incompetence, he's a fuck off. Dismissal, why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck yourself? I'm sure you can think of many more examples. With all of these multi-purpose applications, how can anyone be offended when you use the word? We say use this unique, flexible word more often in your daily speech. It will identify the quality of your character immediately. Say it loudly and proudly. Fuck you! Ta-da! Well, you, you know, I, I couldn't figure out. I couldn't have done as well as George Carlin did. So, uh, yeah, I had to I had to include that. Uh, and I didn't want you to miss it. I didn't want you to miss that one. So so you have a bonus, uh, a bonus scenario for your top 11. What uh, what might that be? See, nobody likes this word. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> I don't care if you're on that side of the aisle or this side of the aisle. Nobody likes this freaking word. Okay. It starts with a T, ends with a T, and what do you got? Twat. Oh. <gasps> Twat. Yeah, that's not as bad as the uh, previous C word that you use. So. Well, it's British-ish, Ish. right? Yes. It's british ish It's yeah. It's very common in their in their it, speech. It's 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 twatish. It is majorly offensive. Yes or no? Well, according to the dictionary, according there's, to, there's to Webster, there's two definitions of it. Sure, and I that, that that's fine. So one I mean, of the definitions. I'll, I, I want to argue with this because it is a top eleven. Mm. I, I I got this. One of the one of the definitions is obviously a woman's genitals, which is what most people are are, are you know familiar with. But do you know the what? Sec, sec or twat? Which one? Twat. Okay. Do you know what the second definition is? Okay. Any idea? No. It is a stupid or obnoxious person. <laughs> <laughs> you twat. <laughs> and that and that would more than likely be the the British use of the word. And they use it. Uh, I mean, the Brits use that word. I mean, it's it's very common. It, it's not uncommon to even hear a news broadcast on a British, you know, television channel on the BBC or other to them to re- describe somebody as a twat. It's, I just I just thought that I would bring you know uh, stereotypical uh, swear words to the uh, our listeners. Sure. Well, there you go. 
There you go. There's your there's your top eleven plus one, I believe. I wasn't counting, so I can't tell you that for a fact. But oh, uh, yeah, there, tried to, there 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 was eleven with the bonus track. Tried to get the preacher man through, but uh, no, uh, I I got through. <laughs> I, you don't have to get me through the top eleven, man. This is my top eleven. I understand. So if you don't have swear words to rely on, you need to rely on bigger words. That's true. That's a fact. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm 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 done with my rant. I mean, it's not. It wasn't even a rant. It was just like, I'm just pointing out the truth. Don't like big words. I'm you just. Love I'm this show. I'm just pointing out the truth yep. to you people. Nope. Fair enough. Could you use bigger words for swear words? Well, uh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, there's there's lots of there's lots of different options as far as that goes, and you can there create really a new is. one. You can create a new one. I mean, it's in the yeah. You could put optimism ism, uh, sh- uh, shitism. Uh, uh, there are so many different options, and on the way that we could use swear words, it it it's inevitable. Well, I learned a new one recently. There you go. I, Would you like to share that? I'd love to. Yeah. The yeah, most recent I mean, swear word I've heard. I, do, do you have something? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the most recent swear word that I've learned, and then I, this is going to be the uh, you know the drop the mic, and then you can move <laughs> right on to your deep dive. <laughs> really? Because, look, I'm going to pull my mic off I'd here, rather you didn't. And if you did, um, I'm going to drop my um, mic unless unless you're, uh, unless you're spending the money to buy the new one. I'm going to drop my mic on this bullshit, man. So, Let's go. So on to your deep dive, but here's the uh, the most recent uh, swear word that I've learned this uh, this most recent times that we've lived through. Republican. <laughs> man, you are going to piss off the Democrats like no <laughs> other, man. Good for you. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. So how's your deep dive looking? Oh, I got, I got it. Okay, so what do you, what do you got this week? Dude, top 11, you're going to throw me right smack into the top 11? If you got time. I'll do another top eleven. All right, I can. Uh... Are you got uh, deep dive? What do you got? Where's your deep dive? You some bitch. You hat wearing Wilson. Well, seems like I uh, did a deep dive that uh, we went on a long rant about with Tom Morello and Devo, and uh, as far as I know, I, uh, at least that's what I remember. Anyways, all right. It's my story. I'm no, you did. I, no, did. I, I did. I thought I did. I thought I did. No, that was great. I'm just checking.
Open up the border. I thought it was appropriate. Is that uh, is that kind of the new world we're living in? Is that uh, where you, where, what you feeling? Well, it, you don't they don't classify it as a uh, crisis. Oh, it's not a crisis. No. Well, it was a crisis. Then it was uh, a challenging situation, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, and now it's a crisis. Well, yes and no. Uh, yes and no. It was released as a Jinsaki. Uh, she did say crisis this week for oh, the first she? time. Oh, she did. But then whoa. it was. A, but then it, then then she rolled it back and she says, "Well, I don't think we. I still don't think we need to put labels on this." Well, let's roll it back. Well, well, let's roll it back to the Trump administration. Weren't we doing your deep dive? Yeah, we uh, can. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh these guys. Uh, clutch, man. I got the clutch seat uh, t-shirt on. Right. Yeah, deep dive. Uh, Neil Fallon. I've talked about him in the past. Sure you have. You know, and all this. But, you know, I these guys just, you know, sung, sung a song about the border. So here we go. Yeah, no, I no, I heard it. That, that was uh, that was very cool. Um, what so what uh, what's the name of that song? What uh, open up the border? Open up the border. Yeah, there it is. Very good. And what uh, album did that come from? Clutch, uh, one of the big symbols on their uh, thing. They have so many albums, but um, the cargo. Album? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any any idea what year that came from or when, how old that is? It was pre-Biden. So, okay. Very cool. Cool. Clutch will open up the border. So, that. on that note, it's probably time for us to get the heck out of here. So, I, I would say, I would say, after after last week's show, I, you know, I don't even know how we can improve on last week's show anyway, so... You know that was uh, that was top shelf as far as I'm concerned. So oh no, you know yeah, oh, yeah. Best best way to bang, bang, best way bang. to follow up with that is just a just a nice short sweet show to uh, you know cover the normal topics that uh, we like to get out there and uh, and uh, get the heck out of here and, and and reflect back. Anybody that hasn't heard episode eighty yet needs to get back and listen to episode eighty and. Again, kudos. I'll put it out there for her again. At Nopacetic. N-O-P. Not Nopacetic, but Nopacetic. N-O-P-E-S-T-I-C. On Instagram is the best place to find her. So um, you ain't, you ain't going to find any of those great covers you hear on our show like she likes to do <laughs> for us. Because, man, I'll tell you what. Between last year with... Uh, between Napunciation. Yeah, between last year's with uh, listening, listening, going back and listening to that again with uh, the Nirvana cover, and then this year's with the stuff you can find and the stuff you can't find. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and and I, and I see that there's people liking it already. So we appreciate you folks getting out there and listening to it. We appreciate all the new follows, all the new listeners that uh, that have that have uh, you know already downloaded it, but. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for that, and we appreciate the follows. But and thank the rest of you alcoholics for following us. You know, two guys in a bottle. Of love. Obviously, we're you know, alcoholics to a different degree, but we love you and thank you for following. And I have passed out more business cards and more different things that we have done the show. 
and this show is going further and further into the future that you haven't even dug into yet. So even though you're, you're, you think you're six feet under, we're six feet above. So you might want to listen to you know, futuristic, different type of stuff, man. Just check it out, man. It's not so bad, man. We're having fun. Well, if you're here, you're here for a reason, and we appreciate you. But in the meantime, until we see you uh, next week with uh, all the new material we have, and there's going to be some new material. But until we talk to you then, we got to get out of here and enjoy our spring because right now, we are out.